In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. As Jesus passed on, two blind men followed him, crying out, Have mercy on us, Son of David. And Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. And he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it done to you. And their eyes were opened. This is the portion of today's Gospel reading I'd like us to focus on today. In it, we learn something very important from the words of Christ that we would do well to understand and remember. God works in our lives only as much as we open ourselves up to receive Him. This is what we call faith. It's not about remembering facts and figures about the Church but it's primarily a relationship of knowing another person, of knowing God and being known by Him. Time and again in Christ's interactions, not only today's, we see that the faith of people is what heals them. Perhaps better put, their faith is what opens them up to receive God working in their lives. The servant of the centurion was healed because of the great faith of the centurion, faith that Christ says he didn't even find among the faithful people of Israel. Christ tells the woman with the issue of blood that her faith is what made her well. The daughter of the Canaanite woman was healed because of her mother's faith. Christ tells each of these people that he's amazed by their faith and that it's their faith which makes real the miracle they sought so desperately. Their receptivity to God working in their lives was key. Coming back to to today's reading, we encounter two men who sat in darkness as though a curtain was covering their faces. Let's put ourselves for a moment in the shoes of these men who were seeking healing. Feel free to close your eyes as we do this. They have no sight. They walk around in near or complete darkness, challenged to live in their society. They probably were the recipients of bullying, both emotional and physical. They were judged as being blind because of their sin. They were ostracized and shamed and viewed as second class. So these men heard about the amazing things that Jesus was doing to heal people. And so when he passes by, they call out to him to have mercy on them. They reached out their hand to the Almighty God for help. These men did not have the words of St. John the Evangelist, But we can see their faith that this God, as we know, is the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. These men sat in darkness and reached out for the God of light to illumine their lives. All of us suffer from badly distorted vision in our relationships with God, with other people, 
and even ourselves. Our spiritual vision is weak because we've become content with darkness and weakness in our souls. Instead of doing everything we can to grow in the divine likeness in response to our Lord's mercy and presence, many times we prefer to stumble around in the dark. What things are we blinded by? Perhaps by our own arrogance, our immaturity, our ignorance, our lack of empathy, our selfishness. Perhaps we can ask also, in what ways do we blind ourselves? Many times we close our eyes to avoid things that we don't like, things we disagree with, things that scare us, things that challenge us and our expectations of the world and of God. But when we close our own eyes, we only hurt and blind ourselves. The world continues on exploring and discovering truth himself. And we, walking with our eyes closed, stumble and fall. It's easy to put a veil over our own eyes and hide, like a little child who pretends scary things don't exist by closing his eyes. But when we do that, we place a barrier between us and God. Today, we have the blessing to keep the memory of St. Paraskevi of Rome. She's known as a patron saint of vision impairment because of a miracle that occurred during her trial for being a Christian. As punishment for not renouncing Christ, she was placed in a pot of boiling oil and tar, but by God's protection, she was not harmed by it. Seeing this, the emperor thought she was working some magic, so he came close by and tried to test it. The boiling liquid splashed on his face, and he was burned badly, losing his sight. Saint Paraskevi stepped out of the pot and walked over to the emperor and compassionately told him that the only one true God, the God of the Christians, could heal him. Upon realizing and accepting this truth, he received his healing. His spiritual eyes were opened to understand the truth and the power of God, and only then were his physical eyes healed. We must learn this lesson. If we call out to God in humble faith and repentance, He will restore our spiritual vision as surely as He healed the eyes of the blind men in the Gospel and St. Baraskevi's torturer. We can be sure that those men on the side of the road were not expressing a casual emotion by calling out to Him to say hello, but instead they were opening the pain of their lives for healing with every fiber of their being. And we have to do the same thing every day by calling on God in prayer when we open our hearts and our minds to the Lord for healing and for strength that are beyond our own ability. Prayer isn't simply thinking about God, but prayer is being fully present before Him unveiled, uncovered, with open eyes.
prayer is true spiritual knowledge of God. Not simply having religious ideas or happy feelings. True prayer is opening the eyes of our souls to see God everywhere and in all things. In the same way that we can't expect a room to be full of light unless we uncover the windows, we can't expect the eyes of our souls to be illumined unless we offer our lives to God in prayer. Whenever we're tempted not to pray, remember that prayer is how you open the darkness of your soul to the brilliant light of Christ. It's how, like those blind men, you present yourself in faith for his healing. Prayer is how we can see God in everything, everywhere present and filling all things. There's a saying that I love. Those who place everything in God's hands eventually see God's hand in everything. That is to say, the people who place every fear and every uncertainty in their lives in God's hands, those people eventually can see, as a teacher of mine called them, the paw prints of God all over their lives. Prayer is the most basic practice of the Christian life and absolutely necessary if we want to stop wandering around in the dark. It can be as simple as calling out to God for help. And when we open our hearts to God, filled with faith in Him, we may too find our healing, find our restoration of health, of body and soul, and see God working in our lives and guiding us to His heavenly kingdom. Amen.